Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I want to share with you tips on how to gain an audience one like at a time. There are 7.4 billion people in the world by a 2016 count. So all we need is a tribe. You know, we need a following that gets us, supports us, appreciates what we do, you know, whether that's in our writing, our career, just our life in general. And the mystery is how do we do that? But is it a mystery? Be your authentic self. Be you. If you are you from the beginning of when you're building your platform, then you never have to worry about getting caught up in the fakeness of an industry or an entertainment or in your development just for the likes. You don't have to go out there and buy yourself some followers. You don't need to do that anyway because most are bots or they will be disengaged or they will unfollow you because they are not meant to be a part of your tribe. You know, we want an engaged following. And is there a mystery to that? I truly believe there is no mystery or magic wand waving requirement. You know, you have a certain expertise and credibility. You have a voice. And you're unique. And share that. So I had a moment yesterday. And I call it a moment. Because it isn't a place that we dwell. It's a passing thing. Because if we don't step out of it, it can actually be crippling to our progress. And I think we all have those times of weakness where we hear the negative self-talk. We just don't have enough fan base yet. And will we reach the level that would be satisfying? And so I have to reframe my thinking. And first I say, get behind me, Satan. I call it for what it is. Every single time that thought tries to sneak in through the back door, I have to reframe my point of reference. And if I allow that talk to overtake me, then it honestly will hinder the effort that I put into it. I will halfway step into it. And then the productivity will suffer. The outcome will suffer. So then why do we want an audience to begin with? I mean, we want to be able to share our passions and our ideas and our work with a tribe of people that will then, in turn, be inspired, that will then go out and be better than us. So what are some steps that, you know, we can begin today to do that will actually move us 
into that place where we can see it happen, where we can get a greater following. I'm going to tell you guys, this stuff takes work, like daily work. So I'm going to give you some tips that I've learned through my process. And I'm still a work in progress, but I'm like sharing with you what I know so that way you can get out there. I'm trying to light a fire in you so that you can get out there and connect and grow. And not just like physically grow your audience, but like mentally grow, spiritually grow. And the first thing you need to do is just get in the know. You know, what's trending? What's the buzz? What are people talking about? What threads should we be hooked into and following? You know, we need to remain current and relevant and be authentic at the same time. So what do people need? We need to figure that out. The second thing is we need to connect with people. And as hard as that might be for some of us, like I'm raising my hand here because I'm an introvert. You just do not know the invaluable lessons that I have learned from following other authors and getting involved in groups. And this is like a new phenomenon to me. And I've already seen, you know, the, I'm already reaping the benefits of this because I'm improving my techniques. I'm learning from others. And, you know, I, learn, I love to learn anyway. Like I'm always out there looking for advice, tips, help. And then I go out and do it. But when you connect, you also need to be open when you connect. Don't just connect for the sake of, like, plugging into a group or, you know, the next hashtag. Like, actually be willing to learn and contribute. And then share work. Share their work. Applaud their great ideas. Help others. Number three, listen. Keep those ears open and clean. While you're listening, don't forget to take notes, take pictures, have a journal just for the good stuff you find or observe. Lord knows you're going to forget the stuff you could use later. And when I see great tips, I mark them. I have my journal. I have Google Docs. I use my phone to collect brilliance and then share them to my Google Docs. I have a favorite folders on my computer when I find research that hits me because I may need to go back and refresh from something that's just powerful. I find ways to be productive as I listen. And because we can only retain but so much, we have to also learn how to effectively catalog what we're listening to. Number four. Work ethic counts. Daily grinding the smart way is best. The more you are out there present online and producing work, the more opportunities you are creating for yourself. So you've got to commit yourself to that work. And I challenge you to go after your goals with the gusto required to achieve success. Number five, set a routine. Now, I call my routine simple, and so I want to share with you um, something that just works for me. I love quotes. I love Pinterest, you know, which will lead me to an image, which can produce a thought process, an idea, which then hits a blog. Well, then that blog gets shared out, 
tweeting, an Instagram post, a LinkedIn share, a YouTube video, a podcast, a Facebook share, then I repeat. And I'm done. I know, it sounds exhausting. But I understand that I have to put in that time for the outcome that I desire. So I will encourage you to find ways to streamline your work. You know, work smarter, not harder. Number six, know your audience. Well, you want a tribe? So define who it is that you want to surround yourself with. Like, actually define it. Then you can start hashtagging it. Then you can start seeking out what's the trend in that area. But until you define it, you're just going to be hitting and missing. So I had to do this for myself. Like, who is my tribe? You know, my tribe, of course, includes my readers. Readers that read YA and MG. Like, young adult, middle grades, that's who I'm, I'm going for. But also, my tribe is other authors. Because that's who I'm learning from. That's who I'm connecting with. My tribe includes educators. Well, I am one. You guys know I'm a teacher. I teach English, but I also am a literacy coach. And I'm constantly, um, I'm in the K-12 sector. I mean, I'm in the high schools. So I'm connected with educators just daily. Parents are also important to me because I'm in that MG realm. You know, I'm going through parents as audience before I'm hitting middle grades kids. And I'm also very specific in Christian readers as well because a lot of my work is inspirational, Bible-based. And so when you identify your tribe and you start to funnel it down, then you can tailor your work to that audience. And I bet you that when you do that, you're going to see how your tribe aligns with your expertise. Number seven, have fun. It's not an awful task to increase your platform. You know, it's challenging. Don't get me wrong. It can be time-consuming. But it can also be fun. It's creative. It's a part of our world. It's a part of our career development. And we're going to constantly grow at this. We're going to get better all the time. And we can look back at some of our earlier posts and some of our earlier blog work, and we can just cringe. But we've got to start somewhere, so don't let it be an overwhelming process for you. Take it as a fun thing. We can overcome any kind of barriers that we might have in social media outlets because I will admit I'm old. And, and as far as technology goes, I do have a limited understanding of you know, how to appropriately hashtag this and what is the best use for this social media outlet. Like, it's amazing how I have more Instagram followers than I do YouTube. And so I'm having to learn, like, through research. I'm having to go on other people's blogs. I'm having to YouTube it. But that's okay. They do that. That's a part of it. We have to learn. We're growing through this together. But heed my warning. Do not wrap yourself up in a comparison game. Because if you get caught up with, well, they're gaining members at this rate. Their productivity is this compared to mine. 
you're going to stifle your creativity. So don't take away the fun. You know, this is something that we can reframe our minds. We can really be pessimistic at times and say, well, what's the point? I'm not seeing overnight success. Well, maybe I should stop because I'm not connecting with the right people. But what if you said I'm one person away from changing my life situation? I'm one person away from that right connection. When you do that, there's more of an urgency for that one person away. And we become positive about it. We don't dwell in, well, you know, constantly checking our social media sites. Because if we constantly check them and just say, you know, oh my gosh, within the past hour, you know, I've only had two people to read my blog. You know, that can just dishearten you. And then you may not want to share, you know, something great that you just found on Pinterest and you want to share it with your Twitter followers because you're discouraged because you didn't get a like. Constantly checking it, I think, can impede you. So... When I talk with you about making it fun, if something starts to impede your joy, remove it. Whatever that is, whatever that is for you, whatever that X is for you, whether it's overchecking, whether it's the comparison game, remove that from your life. Just be you. You know, share your personality Quirks and all. You know, talk about your strengths and your weaknesses. Be authentic. You know, I've caught students in the past. They'll look at me and they'll say, you know, you're just real. And I'll look at them and I'll say, well, I talk to you like I talk to anybody else that I know. How else can I talk to somebody? When I'm on the podcast, if you go to my YouTube, uh, I'm talking just the same. When you go to my Facebook Live, it's me. If you meet me in the street, it's me. If you're my best friend, it's me. If you're my family member, you know, do I change my level of communication? Honestly, I don't. And, you know, even as a, a professional, I just speak straight. So when somebody's coming to me for coaching, you know, I listen to them. I question. And I help them to solve problems themselves. And so I kind of do that with my own life. You know, I listen to my heart. I constantly question, I'm constantly learning, I'm filling in the gaps of my own knowledge, whether it's, you know, the personal realm, uh, the spiritual realm, the the political um, realm, whatever it is, I'm constantly out there engaging and connecting and learning. 
And that's just me. So I challenge you to be authentic and just relax. Relax in that authenticity. Because <laughs> it's a great place to be. If you can just live in that, you'll naturally draw people to you and people that matter. People that are going to support you. So what do you want? You know, think about it. What is it that you truly want? And you might laugh at me and say, well, isn't it obvious? I want a tribe. I want a large audience. I want this to work. And I want it to be easy. (laughs) Well, my answer to you is so do I. Like, we want the same thing. We can get there. Even if it's just one like at a time. Be grateful for every like. Be grateful for every listen. Be thankful for every connection. Be appreciative of every learning experience. And keep that attitude every single day and you will have a mind shift change. It will turn from from the have-nots to the haves. And I challenge you. You know, take it on for a month. Take on some of these tips for a month. And be grateful every day. Even if it's one follow, even if it's one like, get excited. Because that stranger out in the world thought enough of you to hit favorite, to hit follow, to hit like. Even if it's one, then you're one step closer to that next connection. I would like for us to pray together a Bible verse from Psalm 90, 17. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands. For us, yes. Establish the work of our hands. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for loving me, for guiding me to the paths of righteousness for forgiving me, for picking me back up, Lord, for supplying me with your word, which teaches me right from wrong, which gives me a place to go to when I am discouraged or in doubt. Your plans are for me are great. Continue to show us mercy and favor. Pour out your blessings on your servant. Your opportunities that you will provide. I claim them, Lord. I know they are coming for me, Lord. They are coming in the right time with the right people. And I will remain faithful every day. And I will continue to work for your kingdom. Regardless of what my circumstance might look like right now, Lord, I know There is another side to it. And you will get me to that other side. 
I ask that the mountain be removed. I believe it in all faith. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.